In this week's episode, we start by paying tribute to one of the most creative minds of the 20th century. The legacy and influence of his characters will forever make the man immortal. Nuff said. Christmas time has come to the parks, and you know what that means. Hashtag Festival of Fatness. We have some initial reviews of holiday treats, both savory and sweet. Also, Mickey's 90th food, Toy Story 4 trailer, Humphrey goes for a dip, and more on this soapbox episode of the Mouse Pirate Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Diggs. I'm Tim. Welcome to Mouse Pyre, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mouse Pyre Podcast. What's going on? Uh oh! The apprentice lives. What is this? You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Bring out me, Hardy Joe. You never had a friend like me. Some imagination, huh? <laughs> made you look. Stanley Martin Lieber was born on December 28, 1922 in New York City, which is fitting because all of his creations would end up being a part of New York City. Not only Manhattan, but all the boroughs and everything. And that is the city that would basically make him an American icon. He died this Monday, November 12, 2018 in Los Angeles, California, the city that made him a legend. Everybody can say what they want about Stan and the parts he had and whether he took too much credit for his creations that were co-creations with other people such as Jack Kirby, Steve Ditko, even his brother Larry Lieber. And uh, But no doubt about it, he was the face of the company for so many years between Stan's soapbox and just then obviously just becoming a face when you got into the 90s. And the only thing that really made him a legend was an accident by the fact that the comics industry almost collapsed in the 1990s, which caused Stan to sell off the the movie and entertainment rights to so many properties, to, to companies like Sony and 20th Century Fox and all of those, which would lead to the Spider-Man movies, X-Men movies, and so forth. And... One wonders if it wasn't for that, how long or what it would have taken for Marvel movies to have become a, a possibility and where we would have ended up being with Disney, Marvel becoming part of Disney and all of that if it hadn't been for what was basically almost the destruction of the comic books industry in the 1990s would bring it to where we are now. and. Stan was definitely uh, one of the biggest parts of that. And, you know, obviously there's no denying that. And uh, this is like losing Disney. 
except for obviously uh, Disney didn't. Walt Disney didn't get to live a full life. Stan obviously got to live a full life. Made it to the age of ninety-five. He was really well, basically, on less than a month, or just over a month away from his ninety-sixth birthday. But as far as the impact that uh, you've brought to children, that his creations, whether co-creations or not, have brought to people all over, not only this country, but all over the world, the impact, and to compare him to Walt Disney, which I've seen done already, is uh, it, it's it's no small feat, but it's also definitely no uh, hyperbole. And, uh, I mean, what would you say? Well, I'm not a, uh, I was never into comic books or anything like that. But uh, I, let me just say that, that when it came to comic books, my cousin, Charlie, was into comics. So I knew uh, of the creators from him. And the first one um, was uh, Bob Kane, the Batman. And that's how I started to learn about comic books and who created what was from him. And then later on, I uh, learned about Stan Lee. We all know Spider-Man. You know, I, didn't, I don't know. I didn't know who made Spider-Man. I didn't know where Spider-Man came from. We used to watch the the cartoon, you know, Spider-Man cartoon all the time. And, of course, I'm pretty sure they said, created by Stan Lee, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, we're kids. I don't read that stuff. So I didn't know who Stan Lee was until later on, like I said, when I started getting introduced to comics and who did what. So after, like you said, uh, Fox doing Spider-Man movies, X-Men and everything, then you, I got to know oh who Stan Lee is, and I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I, he, he's done a lot. He's, uh, I mean, he's gonna be missed. And um, I mean, the the work he's done and the the hard work he's put into his comic books, into his characters he's created. You know, you can go through the list starting with Spider Man, going to Thor, to uh, Fantastic Four, all that. You know, like I said, I didn't know anything about Stan Lee until I started learning more and more and then i know hey he done spider-man thor he created the fantastic four and all the other characters and um yeah i mean it's it's a tough loss but like you said he did live a full life and we've all we've been hearing a lot about him being sick and a lot of the different um appearances he had to cancel because of his illness and stuff like that but um i mean yeah i don't i don't even know what else to say it was just i woke up and I saw, that's the first thing I saw. I was like, oh, crap. You know, I saw that. I was like, oh, man. But like you said, he lived a full life. And uh, he got to do a lot. And he got to see a lot. And see his, not only his character evolved as he created, but had, as the other movie studios evolved his characters. And, um, of course, we all seen him in every single movie. Doing right. Fabulous. So of course uh, he was a uh, you know last year he was made a uh, Disney legend, which was only a cap on some of his accomplishments. Included a Will Eisner Award Hall of Fame in 1994, a Jack Kirby Hall of Fame in 1995, and in 2008 he was a he received the National Medal of Arts, which I believe that's a that's awarded by I believe the president. Oh right right okay. I think that was given to him by Bush. Oh cool. His uh, legacy, of course, will live on forever as long as people are interested in his characters. 
I just, uh, I want to, like I said, uh, you know, like you said, you know, kids don't really pay attention to creators back in the day. We just read comics. We didn't look at who wrote them or nothing like that. Uh, but what we did look at was the com was the uh, the letters section in the back. And uh, even when I was reading, because uh, I started out reading like G.I. Joe and stuff, and they had, uh, I forget what it was called, but uh, Larry Hama, the creator of the G.I. or the main writer and the creator of the G.I. Joe comic book, uh, he always wrote back directly himself. But then when I started reading actual Marvel comics, it was Stan Soapbox, which so many people obviously had known for so many years that Stan uh, would uh, answer so many emails, the, the messages or the mails himself, not emails, but <laughs> yeah. actual letters himself. And, you know, they would be posted in the back of comic books. And it was called Stan Soapbox. And, uh, you know, it was just a name. And you knew that was the guy who was answering all these people. Um, but it was just a name. You never knew. You didn't really put it together with that the name was in the beginning of the book with the creators and all that. But it was just a name, and it wasn't until later, obviously. Uh, I like to compare it to the fact that in the 80s, uh, Vince McMahon was an announcer for WWF at the time. Right. And, uh, you know, along with guys like Gorilla Monsoon and stuff like that. And uh, it wasn't until later that you actually find out that he's the owner of the damn company. <laughs> right. And that he's been slumming it all the way to, like, the mid-90s as an announcer yeah. when he's actually the owner of the company and uh you know and stan is the same way it's like he's he's doing all his creations but he's also getting down there in the in the trenches and actually writing back to uh you know the fans and the readers and the kids who are who had the time took the time to write in to uh you know talk about the comics yeah this is uh you know this is a big one everybody will remember stan everybody will remember everything he's ever done and uh, he's immortal. All right, so it's now easy way to transition to that. But uh, hey, we all love Stanley, and we all love Marvel, and um, we're just gonna see it grow and grow. And uh, we're all gonna know that you know, if it wasn't for Stan, we wouldn't be having these awesome Marvel movies. Right. And uh, you know what I love? What do you love? Christmas. Oh, I love Christmas. It's Christmas time in the parks. Did you know that? I've been hearing some stuff. <laughs> I think we've been talking about it for a while, too. Yes, we have. It's time for New Year's Eve, right? Oh, oh no, what? No, 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 not yet, not yet. <laughs> oh, Halloween next year? <laughs> uh, the tickets go on sale for the party yet? I don't oh, know. Oh, wait. Maybe sold out. Anyway, yeah, Christmas in the Park started, and I was there on Friday to help kick off the Christmas season, and uh, I was joined by Giselle the Gazelle. Yeah. That so was pretty cool. She came to hang out with us, and um, we went around the parks, you know, did the usual thing, take a picture here, take a picture there. It was uh, not bad, not bad at all when we got there. I got there probably about 2 o'clock around there. I, I don't remember, 3 o'clock maybe, and uh, the parking wasn't bad at all. Went right into Toy Story parking lot. We parked in uh, Woody section. There was still parking available over there. Nothing was full yet. And um, the park wasn't uh, that crowded or anything. So, yeah, we were just uh, hanging out and uh, checking all the decorations. And um, at that time on Friday, and I was there on Saturday, they did not have any garland hanging over Main Street. Boo. So I'm just going to say right now they haven't got to it yet because around the hub... 
there was no decorations in the planters. Usually they had the Christmas trees, little Christmas trees and white lights. They didn't have that. They didn't have any lights on the, the four trees in the hub. They usually have those white lights that match the castle. Those weren't up on the trees. So you know me. I'm looking at the lights the first thing I'm doing. And uh, those weren't even there yet. So I don't know if they are up yet or... I don't know if I'm going to be jumping ahead, but uh, I heard something about that there's now snow over in Grizzly Peak area. Uh, you are probably jumping ahead, but then again, I didn't write that down. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. What else did we do? We're just taking it all in, trying to figure out... Um, Whoa. Yeah, we're trying to figure out, just trying to see all the decorations and things like that. Like I said, there was not that much... Uh, not that many people around in the park. It wasn't crowded or packed or anything, so it was really nice. But our goal was to um, go to uh, DCA and go check out stuff over there. Oh, I now remember my goal. Our goal was to get that uh, alien popcorn bucket that we talked about last week. Now who's jumping ahead? No, that's scheduled right here. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the, the goal was to go grab that popcorn bucket. So we told you last week that it was... A possibility it was going to come out. It did come out on that Friday, and it's only available over at DCA at basically all the popcorn carts over there. And um, I thought I heard it was in Tomorrowland. You're jumping ahead again. Oh, okay. Back it up. Beep, 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 burp. And the only place in Disneyland is Tomorrowland. So we uh, heard the line for the bucket in Tomorrowland was long. So we headed over to DCA to go track it down, and uh, we were just walking around, checking things out, and we headed over to uh, Pixar Pier uh, at the popcorn cart there, and guess how many people were in line for that one? None. Nobody. Nobody there. That's the one I went to when I got my uh, Oogie Bucket at that time. I walked all the way over there, and there was like five people in line. Yeah, so there was no one in line over there, and... Plenty of buckets, so I got my bucket there, and uh, easy peasy, $20, and uh, no, it's not an AP refill bucket, no, there's no refills on this bucket, and uh, I don't understand people, well, I, I always say the same thing over and over, you post something, you post information so people can see, I post the point of sale little billboard that says $20, and that's all it says. And inevitably, somebody asks, is there refills? Exactly. How much are refills? Is this the AP bucket? I'm like, well, wouldn't it say AP bucket on the little sign? I posted the sign for a reason. I didn't just post a picture of the bucket. So, yeah, you get those questions. You just like just want to slap these people sometimes. But anyway, uh, got the bucket. Do you like this bucket better than the first one? I, I like it. I like both. I like this one because it's Christmas. Right. So it's a little different. It's pretty cool. Does it seem forced? Yes. Okay. Yes. So I want to know. Yes. Because unless we've ever seen the aliens dressed like Santa. Right. I, I don't know. I'm just thinking maybe there might have been a little short with them in Christmas attire. I don't know. Well, it just seems like a forced way to get the popcorn bucket back out there and, just, and be like uh, in a big F you to all those people who fought so hard to get it when it was an AP exclusive. Right. But, yeah, I mean, I like it like because it's Christmas. And that's the only reason I got it. It's because it's alien. Well, not because it's not cause alien, but because it's, it's the Christmas bucket. 
Like, I'm going to get this one. Is it going to be re-released next year, and the alien's going to be an elf? Um, possibly. Like they keep doing it with Mickey? They'll just paint him green. Yeah, they're just going to paint him green. Well, speaking of painting green, last year Pluto was painted green with a yes. green sweater, and this year he's red. Yes. He has a red sweater on this right. year. And that one, I believe, is $18. And you, I think that went up then. Wait, is that what it was last year? I can't tell you. I don't remember prices because they just keep going up and up and up. So I know, huh? It could have been fifteen last year. I don't know. So I just remember saying because that's still actually my the Pluto bucket is still my probably my favorite of all the popcorn buckets just because the quality and actually looks like a it's a really good uh, display piece just because it looks yeah. really nice. Yeah. And uh, it is probably the only, one of the only ones that's worth the price. So it's $18. That one's available at Disneyland. There was really no... That's at all, the, it's at, all, at all of them in Disneyland? I believe so. I was Except trying... for Tomorrowland, of course. Right, right. I, um, I was... Oh, there was no line for Pluto at all because we were on right there on Main Street, and that's the first place I saw it. I went to go take a picture of that one. And there was no one in line for that. So poor Pluto's not getting any love, I guess. I don't know. I've did, seen some people walking around with him. Did you get him? No, I didn't get him. Did you get the one last year? Yes, I did. Okay. Are you going to get that one? I don't know right now. Maybe later. It's just a color variation. Yeah, maybe later. But there's so much crap coming out we're talking about later. that you know, Just Disney here taking my money. Right. But so, yeah. So you can get the Pluto bucket at Disneyland, uh, $18.00. The alien is $20, and he has a Santa Claus suit on. So that's what... uh, Also over at Disneyland, they have their annual, what do you call it, mug that has a top on it. They call it a stein sometimes. I mean, it's, you know, it's not really a stein. But uh, a couple years there, we were making fun of them because it was Mickey's disembodied head, uh-huh. and it looked really creepy. Uh, then last year, wasn't it last year? was in the first year of the ornament, right? Yeah. But the ornament was different, though, right? I believe so. I don't remember what it looked like. But the last year, the uh, the mug was an ornament. Uh, this year, it's another ornament. But it has a it's Mickey Mouse Club, right? Themed with, like, a Mickey hat on it. Okay. Uh, I believe it's the Mickey Mouse Club hat, actually. Uh, uh, Mickey ears. And it's uh, white. And uh, that actually is one I want to get. And, of course, that one... Will vary depending on where you want to get it between thirteen and eighteen dollars or something like that, depending on what you get in it. Be whether it's ice cream, I believe is the closer to eighteen or seventeen, and then fruit is usually like fifteen, and then if yes. you just get a drink, it's like thirteen. All right, so it a it is a um, snowman. Oh, it's a snowman wearing the Mickey Mouse Club hat. Oh, okay, so I was right about part of it. Yeah, I took a picture of it, and uh, yeah, but the thing about it is it's. Really, like, uh, small inside, like a little hollowed out. Oh, it looks like a toilet. <laughs> it does look like a toilet. So it's not as big as the cup looks. When you open it up, it's really small inside. But I, I don't... Which is why your best bet is to get the cheapest thing possible. Yes, yes. And if you have, uh, if you can, get it from someplace that has a discount. Yeah, I didn't uh, see it any places that I went. At any of them. Uh, it's been available like at uh, Zocalo, I think, before. I don't remember. Some of those mugs are usually available at, at places that have uh, yeah. discounts. But just stay away from the uh, ice cream and the, uh, especially the fruit carts. And, of course, they have a whole bunch of other stuff like uh, those little straw toppers where you get a straw and you can, you know, 
snowman mickey and it lights up and there's another straw or something i don't know yeah well, there's a whole bunch of stuff that hasn't even been announced or even mentioned be- that they usually will mention some of this stuff in the uh the food the foodie post which is really weird that they didn't but i don't know just go around looking for it you guys if you guys are interested in, in it you will find it and don't forget they have the regular popcorn bucket the regular uh souvenir bucket that has a christmas theme and uh both parks are different they have different uh artwork on there i think i've seen picture of the dca artwork i haven't seen the disneyland artwork yeah i got a i i kind of got a picture here but not all of it just like half of it but it's pretty cool and those are nine dollars i believe now for those buckets wow those are going up too huh yes didn't those used to be like seven something (laughs) yeah back in the day all right, so real quick, let's talk about the new decorations on the Christmas tree. Yeah, I haven't seen them yet, but I have heard some hoopla. Uh, you said something about not liking the lights or something about the lights. and Well, we did tell you back in October that the tree was already on property and they were redoing the decorations and lighting on the tree. And, yeah, so I got to the park and I looked at the decorations and... They're really nice. They uh, went like old school and have candles on them. Like, you know, back in the old days, you had candles on the tree. Make sure you don't light the, your tree on fire, though, with the candle. But they had these candles, which are really cool. They have these big, look like um, cards, right? Greeting cards type of things on the tree, which is cool. Uh, your regular type of ornaments. Of course, they're bigger on this tree since it's a big tree. <laughs> And uh, what else do they have? Just other type of ornaments are really cool. So, I mean, I saw that. I said, that's pretty cool. Not bad. But, yeah, when I uh, was leaving, basically, or probably coming back to the park when they had the lights on, I was kind of looking at the lights, and I I was like, I don't think I like it that much. Um, Basically, it's like uh, white and gold yellow gold whatever or green and gold and i just like looking at it it reminds me of our high school colors and i was like uh not sad i don't like our high school colors it's just i don't like it and um i'm used to the old lights where they had the the like the waving how they waved when you watch looking at the lights and they're waving down uh i didn't see those they do have lights in there that uh kind of strobe and sparkle and, and they flash and everything so I, I want to go check this tree out when they do the lighting ceremony, see if they actually still have those lights in there or when they do any type of uh, winter things they usually do with the tree. So I want to check that out. But as far as the lighting goes, I don't, I don't like the tree at all. I, I don't like the lights. I just don't like it. I like the old, you know. I But I think what they're trying to do is go to a traditional type of decoration with the tree and the lights and everything. So that's what it looks like to me, but I just... I'm not digging it yet. Your digs. <laughs> exactly. I'll have to check it out. Uh, I, You know me. I'm under the impression that they ne- nearly used those drip lights enough. Yeah. Remember they had those up in on those trees uh, by Mad T when yeah. they were doing the frozen thing? Yeah. And uh, those were really cool. But they don't use those lights enough. They should be like in every tree in Disneyland. <laughs> they should. But I don't even think have they even used them in Disneyland. No, I've, I've only seen them at these, just at 
that DCA in that one yeah. area. Yeah. I feel like those would look really cool over in, uh, although I do like the jar lights that they use in Grizzly Peak. I, I think those. that the drip lights would look really cool over in Grizzly Peak as well. As I said earlier, Giselle the Gazelle joined us, and we were just strolling around the parks, checking things out. And um, I also uh, met up with um, Michael, the OG male guy. He was doing his glow with Michael in your pajamas party going on over there. Chilled with him for a little bit. And um, like I said, I went on Saturday with uh, Michael. And uh, we were just, you know, doing the same things, checking out the parks, just strolling around and things like that. And then, uh, oh, I went on Space Mountain. And this is, uh, I talked about last time for Ghost Galaxy that I went on it. And when I was using our Fast Pass, that instead of going into the building and making a right, we made that left. All right. So I got an update because, you know, I don't always go on the rides. So that's basically your interest for fast pass now is you're going to make that left but they did a uh when you walk up you know how you walk up to there and you'll if you're the fast pass line you will see the regular line people over there on the other side or if you're on the regular line you'll see the fast pass people walking up well they decided to close that off and put a wall there so you don't see anybody on either side I think basically it's probably because of fa- or the regular line getting mad when they were letting fast pass go ahead of them or something. That's all I can think of. But they basically just blocked off that whole area. So you'll walk up, you walk right to a wall, and you're going to just walk on right down to the, the queue. So I thought that was interesting. I will uh, post those pictures up if I remember. But yeah, I took some pictures of that. And I was like, whoa, dude. It was like one person like, kind of like peeping over the wall because he was like tall enough to look over the wall. But yeah, they put a wall right there so you can you can't see anybody. So I thought that was interesting. Like that's crazy. But yeah, uh Michael and I went on that and of course right when we got down to where they let you go into the ride or let you go through the queue or they stop you and let the regular line go, uh the ride broke down. Exactly. Dirty. Yeah. And at that time Dan the man was coming to meet up with us and I was like, Oh, we're, we're going to space mountain. We have our fast pass and we're going on right now. Nope. <laughs> exactly. Nope. It broke down. So we're waiting there for a while and, um, yeah, we're falling down on it. And, uh, after the ride, we went up, we met up with uh, Dan, the man or AKA Dan, the mailman. And he was in line there in Tomorrowland getting his alien popcorn bucket. He said the line wasn't that long. It wasn't that bad. So we met up with him and his uh, brother and kids and just uh, chilled for a little bit as they were heading over to uh, Haunted Mansion because they had fast passes. And uh, we're saying, hey, you know what, we'll uh, hook up with you guys later because uh, we were going to go look for something to eat, but we'll get to that later. So let's talk about those uh, those snow machines over there at Grizzly uh, Peak area. I uh, saw or I heard about them on um, Friday when I was there. But I didn't uh, actually go look and check them out until Saturday. I don't know when they do it. I'm not sure. I didn't. I don't know if you guys uh, notice when you guys go to the parks. You know, you go into the right when you go into the gate. You go to the turnstile. You have your park map right there, and you have no entertainment guide anymore. I don't know if you guys notice that they don't give you any entertainment guide. And if you uh, try to ask Disney about it. 
they tell you, oh, you can go on the app and check the entertainment, da, 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 da. but that's bullshit because they don't always tell you every single thing that's going on. You can go there and say, oh, what time is the parade? And it's going to show you, but it's not going to show you what time the snow is going on. So I don't know what time they do the snow, but I did notice the snow machines up there. So if I uh, head over there next time I'm there in the park, I will uh, check it out and see what time that plays or whatever. And see what, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's pretty cool. And hopefully it's, uh, I mean, I'm sure they, I'm sure they have some cool music going on and uh, snow and um now have you heard is that just in grizzly peak or is that other places too or is it just is it other places and then it's just is this something that's been going on in other places and, and grizzly peak's been added to that to this or as far as i know there is no snow anywhere in that park oh okay so, so is it just snowing at grizzly peak because it's the mountains i think so because there's a peak up there and it's kind of has some frost on top mm. yeah so you know what? Let's jump ahead since we're in Grizzly Peak and talk about um, something they're giving giving out while you ride if you're brave enough to ride Grizzly River Run at night. They're giving away a button. Yeah, and guess who's on the button? Who's on the button? Your face. My face. No. Your face. No, our faces are not on the button because uh, they wouldn't give any of those away. So let's just say that they've gone from. Having Humphrey only be on uh, one pen and one mug to now his exposure has been doubled. Yes, it has. Basically, in the last few weeks with the addition of the warmers, which I got to see. Then they weren't where I thought they would be. I don't know why. I didn't expect them to be across the trail. But, uh, yes, Humphrey will be on the button, which you will now get. Yeah, and I was gonna. I heard about it on Friday, and uh, we were invited to go over there and try to or to get the button, but it was kind of conflicting in our other plans that we had for that day or for the rest of the night. So I couldn't go over there and grab that button. I would have went on the ride at night to grab that button. Yes, the button is cool. It has Humphrey with a scarf on, and it says White Winter Rapids, and it says Grizzly River Run on the bottom. And it's actually a really nice design. It's not a cheap swoosh button. Right. Or if anything, it's a swoosh button with the, without the swoosh because it still has the double circle design. But it's a really nice button. So if you guys are uh, brave enough to try that at night, you will get that button. Starting at 5 o'clock is when they will start giving out the buttons. Maybe if you're lucky, they'll get, do a little Disney magic for you and uh, let you have it at 459 I don't know. Or you could just not be a jerk and you can wait the extra minute and go on it when it's time. So, yeah, you can uh, go head over there and ride that after 5 o'clock and get your uh, awesome Humphrey button. I can't wait to get it. I'm I'm really excited. You know, this is going to be one of those things where they're all going to be gone before December even gets here. You know, the month that would actually be represented of winter. Yes, exactly. And it does say winter on the button, even though it's not even winter yet, so... You better make sure you have plenty of buttons, damn it, Disney. Tell them. I just did. Okay. Bye. All right, so we're leaving because he just said bye. Okay. Oh, okay. No, so, hey, we're going to head over to uh, the AP corner now. Jam strollers. Is that Jason? Oh, no, I was, <laughs> that's walking in snow. 
Oh, oh, okay. Because for some reason it's winter now, and <laughs> we should be. It's not winter, but you know they make it seem like it's winter, so there should be snow. All right, so we talked about the AP coder uh, last week, and uh, yeah, it's over there underneath the swings, and um, it's a pretty sad little corner over there. Well, they can't make up their mind where they want to have the AP corner. Um, and why they keep pushing it further and further back? Like by next year, when the uh, when the um, inside out area opens and the bing and the uh, in that area over there by Bing Bongs, they're gonna have AP corner pushed all the way into that corner into the inside out section. So they're giving you a magnet uh, again. Well, no, it's like a magnet frame. Oh, last time it was a sticker though, right? Or was it a magnet? Yeah, it was stickers last time. Okay, so, so yeah. this time it's a. It's like a. Mag- oh, it's a magnet frame, like the Cinderella one we got. Yes, yes. So the That's so stupid. The middle comes out, and then you can like put a picture in there and put it on your refrigerator. I guess. Yes. Because we just want to see more pictures of us on the refrigerator. Anyway. So that's what they're giving out. Yay. Uh, one of the cool things about it this time is uh, you can, uh, they have the Disney volunteers thing going on and they have a sign that says, make a difference for our troops by creating a postcard to a member of the military serving overseas or place the completed card in the special military mailbox. So you, they, you can uh, also, when you get your magnet, you can get a card, postcard, and you can fill it out and, uh, yeah, you fill it out, say Merry Christmas, thank you for serving, that kind of stuff. And um, then you'll put it into the little uh, mailbox there. And, of course, Disney will send those to the military. So that's pretty cool, you know. But, that's kind of cool. It's like those things that they, you know, sometimes they try to get you to do those things at the grocery store. And you have to fill out the thing. Except for this, you don't have to give any money. <laughs> right. Because you've already given at the door. <laughs> So uh, that's pretty cool. I think that's a great idea. And they give they have uh, tables and chairs where you can sit down and write your card out. And so you don't have to, like, try to use your hand and stuff like that. Or you can just kick back there and chill for a little bit. And then they do have a photo op area where you look like you're in a little, uh, I don't know, snow globe thing. There's no plastic involved, but it's a little cutout thing. And they give you signs you can hold. We did that. I'll be posting those pictures up if I remember if I got it or not. I don't know. Are they, uh, I'm going to assume that they're not using the uh, the AP corner tablecloths anymore. No, no. They had a. Um, did they just use the table, those AP tablecloths like last Christmas? Yeah, it was last When Christmas. it was over there at the. Uh, at the Sonoma Terrace. And that was it, right? They just yeah, used them this year's, the one time. This year's tablecloths are look exactly the ones you get at party city <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> yeah those plastic looking ones <laughs> you like tape. why did they even bother making those last year if they were just going to use them the one time uh, and if they can't even decide where they're going to ha- keep having ap corner it's just it's just ridiculous the uh the disrespect and yes it is just it's 100 percent disrespect that uh ap's are you know I mean, it's enough that they stopped with the parties. It's enough that they done away with some of the other AP amenities. But the this AP corner thing is a joke. It's like, why do you even bother? When I was leaving the AP corner, a uh, photographer, one of the photo pass photographers was coming up, someone that we know, not mentioning any names, and I started talking to him, and I said, hey, um, this AP corner is getting pretty sad. I go, they've been sucking. He's a... Uh, well, 
I can't say that, but since you said it, yes. <laughs> so basically, he agrees with me. They've been sucking on AP corners, but I don't know. What can we do? We can't do anything about it. All they want to do is take our money and uh, raise prices and um, say, hey, come, you can get this magnet. Let me get a charging station over here. Not that I use them, but just saying. But yeah, if you guys are interested in going. I missed the recipe cards. I know, huh? That's true. So if you guys are interested in going and checking it out, it's over there right underneath the Silly Symphony Swings. Just go over there. There's signs over there. So basically, if you're on facing the swings, it's on the left side, the entrance, right between um, the that brewery place where we forgot what it was called. But we forgot that it was there. So it's right there. You go under there. There's signs leading you to it. And uh, right when you get in, they look at your pass and they scan it and all, all that. So yeah you can go check that out and uh hey get a postcard and uh thank the men and women who are serving in the military and uh wish them a merry christmas and a happy new year if anything above above all else if you're going to be over there wasting your time with the ap corner at least make sure you say you uh take part in some viva navidad uh, festivities while you're over there whether it's watching the actual show or whether it's uh, getting some tacos or something <laughs> i didn't get to do anything of that they get to watch the Viva Navidad stuff because we're, you know, first day and we're trying to get around through everything to check it out. Uh, real quick, uh, to end the note on the AP Corner, the hours are from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Wow. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I think it's 5 p.m. because there's probably not enough lighting over there. So maybe that's why it, uh, it's not as long. Because usually it's like 7 or 8. But this is goes until 5. So just keep that in mind dirty yeah are you hungry well they are it's time for fat time in the parks yeah fat time christmas time little coat little coat little santa suit <laughs> festival of fatness yeah so this is one of is the, here this is one of the reasons uh we went to dca to go check out some of the stuff over there well let's start with uh Real quick, the Sip and Saver Pass. Uh, yes, the Sip and Saver Pass. We have gotten more details on it in case you guys haven't seen. The Sip and Saver Pass for everyone is $54. That does come to the math has been done. Yes, the math Ooh. has been done. The Sip and Saver Pass at $54 for non-APs comes to $6.75 per item. So you have to be a little bit more selective of what you get. But the uh, items which keep you going up every year, uh, at the time when uh, they were charging too much with the Sip and Saver Pass, with the very first one and they really screwed up, items were ranging, the high items were ranging between 6 and 650 in the first couple uh, food and wine and Festival of Fatnesses. They, the the higher items at the booths were ranging between six and six fifty, and then they were maybe they topped off at seven in some instances. Now we're getting up in the range where the average items are about seven dollars between six fifty and seven dollars, and your uh, higher items are actually between seven and eight. With actually your most expensive item this time is a whopping eight dollars and fifty cents. So. Once again, once you do, do the math on the Sip and Saver Pass at $54, 
and you get eight items. That comes to $6.75 per item, so it is definitely worth it. Uh, and there is at least one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen items that are above the uh, $6.75 range. So there are plenty of choices, including uh, savory and sweet items that you can get. And then uh, also, you know, you're always uh, open to uh, get a couple uh, 650 items if you're feeling brave, if you've already gotten a, gotten a couple eight and 850 items. So now as far as for APs, now I believe if you uh, not only do you get the discount, but you also get the lanyard, right? If you're not AP, you do not get the lanyard. Is that correct? I think I believe that I don't know. I think sure. I heard that, but I'm not completely sure. But uh, you do get a discount for APs. You will get it for uh, $49, which after math comes to $6.14, which of course adds a bunch more items and leaves you open for even some uh, a $6 item. I actually had gotten one $6 item, uh, not with a sip and saver pass, but I did get a $6 item. But you have a couple drinks and stuff that are $6. But uh, the math checks out. Like I said, just because the fact that they're actually they've raised the prices on everything, to me, I don't think any a lot of this stuff, more than half of this stuff, is not worth full price, and they know it, which is probably why they're giving the sip and savers. Besides the fact that they want to get more money, they're giving out the sip and savers because they know that they're charging too much for a lot of these items. I mean, any of the stuff that is seven fifty and up. Considering how the, the the how small the portions are, none of this stuff is really worth the price. So your best bet is the sip and saver. If you're going to try items, I suggest you get the sip and saver because it's the best and really the only way to go. Because it, if you get a couple items, it's at uh, up between seven fifty and eight fifty. It's like you might as well just have want to get the eight items. So and there's plenty of there's plenty of uh, stuff for everybody to uh, choose from. Uh, we'll be talking about some of them. We've already listed off some of them a couple of weeks ago when we talked about the menu. But uh, now that we've actually gotten to try some, we will talk about some of those. But uh, I just want to point out, and I'm not going to take credit for this. This was uh, Tim, all Tim. That yeah, If the, he uh, was here, he'd be ranting about it right now. Yeah, it is a pretty big rant because we have ranted on this show in the past about uh, sign shop. Faux pas. So, first of all, one of them was the preferred parking. Yes. When they introduced preferred parking, and they spelled preferred wrong. Right. And then the other one was Bodie's Googles <laughs> over there at Launch Bay <laughs> when they had the Rogue One uh, stuff. The They had uh, Bodie's Goggles, and they spelled it Bodie's Googles. And there was actually a couple other ones, too, but uh, that was actually a big one. There was like three or four things there, but... Uh, we were constantly calling uh, fail on the sign shop. Well, we got another fail here. The little tabs on the Sip and Saver Pass. Now, I don't know if it's been fixed. I highly doubt doubt it, though. If they printed all of them, a whole crap load of them, they're all not right. going to fix it. On the little tab where you have to break off and give to them to get your item, it says Disney California Adventure. Well, actually, it doesn't say Adventure. It says Av... Adventure 
because it's spelled A-D-V-N-E-T-U-R-E. So they couldn't even spell Adventure Right in the name of their own theme park. <laughs> so just a note. And it is not just spelled wrong on one tab. It's spelled wrong on all the tabs. <laughs> so just a little note there. Uh, if you guys, uh, just a little Easter egg to look for. If you guys get over and you guys are getting your uh, your Sip and Saver Pass. Now, uh, one more note about the Sip and Saver Pass. That uh, the buttons at the individual booths are available once again. They are actually uh, one of the better looking. Uh, these keep getting better from being just the plain old uh, AP in different colors. To, uh, what was it, last year they had the little symbols or something. Or no, this last... Uh, food and wine they had the little symbols and stuff on them well now they actually look really cool and they have like some of the logos of uh you guys know at the booths they have like the logo for like uh kwanzaa and the logo for christmas and the logo for hanukkah uh well they got a, several different of those they have another one that looks like a it looks like a peppermint and just different little uh designs that look really cool Stepping up their game. Yeah. Finally, on those little cheapy buttons, they're yeah. stepping up their game. Uh, some of the designs actually correspond to the designs on the lanyard for the uh, the pass. Now, uh, those are still for only for APs, even though everybody can get the Sip and Saver now. Uh, when you go up to get your item with your Sip and Saver, make sure you are also showing your AP so that way you can be getting your buttons. Otherwise... Uh, they're not going to automatically try to give you your button like they would have before. Because before, when you give your thing, they would either ask for your uh, AP pass or they wouldn't, and then they would give you the button. Or they would just not give you the button, and then you'd be like, Tim, and you'd have to go fight them for a button. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so make sure you guys are asking for those of your APs and make sure you have your pass ready because they will be asking for it. So. But uh, the buttons finally definitely worth it. There are a bunch of them. If you're a completist, good luck because, you know, that means you have to buy from that one booth that doesn't sell any food. So what do you try? Well, let's see. I went over to, first of all, we went over and got the, uh, of course, the most expensive item, which is eight fifty, if you were to buy it by itself. And that is over at Grandma's Recipes. <laughs> And that is the beef pot roast on a potato roll with horseradish cream. It was really, really yummy. The The bun, the roll that it comes on, is very soft and a very nice roll. There's actually a good amount of meat in there. The horseradish cream is actually a, a tad on the spicy side. It's not like eating like some horsey sauce from Arby's or one of those cheap horseradish sauces that they give you at, the, at a cheap place. It actually had a bit of a bite to it like horseradish should. It was really good. Uh, definitely wouldn't pay eight fifty for it, but as far as, uh, you know, with a sip and saver or uh, or free, it's definitely a really good deal. Yeah, that one was really good. I highly recommend that one. Uh, over at uh, Winter Wonders, they had a repeat of the Chana Masala with the naan bread. That one was, again, was good once again. Uh, the non bread was a little hard. Uh, I doubt that that would be the case with all of them, but the particular one that we got was a little hard. The bread was a little hard, but the uh, China masala itself was just as good as it was last time. Uh, sometimes we've reported that some items 
have uh, the the quality of them has gone down the next time they had them. This wasn't the case. If you guys were a fan of that last time, highly recommend it this time as well. Over there at Merry Mashups was a definitely a, a new and interesting item, and that was the turkey and stuffing tamale with cranberry relish. Now I was that wasn't really uh, my choice to get this one, but it was really good. Uh, there was a lot more like uh, the relish and some of the uh, the stuffing with like big pieces of like uh, celery and onion and stuff. I could have done without and uh, the gravy taste mixed with the uh, the the masa taste. A little weird, but I mean I dug it. It was okay. Obviously, if you're not a fan of turkey, you're not gonna have any interest in this. But if uh, if you're a fan of trying anything in any any kind of recreation of a holiday meal if you're one of those people that like goes wants that goes to uh, earl sandwich and gets the holiday meal sandwich or or any kind of a, a what was it that carnation had like a mix up of a holiday uh meal or something with uh, a sandwich or or something not long ago but uh if you're a fan of those kind of mix-ups and uh any kind of way to figure out how to do that then uh well tamale <laughs> now also at merry mashups we got the uh we got what's called the holiday punch with lime sherbet and sprite Ooh. now uh i really liked that uh the i could have done without the whipped cream on top they had whipped cream and sprinkles but to me that just uh the the sherry and i would have been happy just with the uh the lime sherbet and the sprite myself but because uh, once I mixed that up, that actually tasted really good. But, uh, you know, the whipped cream to me just seemed out of place with that. Uh, it would have been probably better if they would have had like that uh, that uh, citrus foam. Mm. That might have been actually more interesting. But I see there were, you know, they're obviously they're going for a holiday thing because it was whipped cream. And then it was red and green sprinkles. So they were definitely going for the whole Christmas thing there. It was really good. If you guys are a fan of uh, that sort of thing, definitely try that out. Like I said, that's uh, Lime Sherbet and Sprite. They obviously also have a alcoholic version of that, which is a sparkling wine and Lime Sherbet. And that's the sparkling wine punch. Uh, and then over at uh, Favorite Things, which is uh, one of the closest ones to the entrance, they had the uh, probably one of my favorite things, if not my favorite thing, which was the Holiday Ham Shanks. With brown sugar pineapple glaze, mm mm mm, it was yummy. It looked, it was so good. There's a big piece of pineapple on top, which I probably would have been if it was a little bit more raw and not so cooked. I probably would have eaten some of that. But the the meat itself on the ham shanks was just so good, and that that glaze was just like I just wanted to lick the pan, and <laughs> I wanted to wish I would have had something to dip in it. Like, you know, ooh, corn dog would have been good dipped in that too. <laughs> but uh, the meat was so tender that once you get bite on it, it was like eating like ribs or something off the bone because it has a little bit of bone on it. Yeah, I definitely, if, if you guys don't haven't, don't want to, haven't tried anything else or you're going to try at least one thing that's new there, you guys should definitely try that out. Now, uh, what was interesting is that uh, we've talked about uh, ever since I think the very first uh, food and wine, they've had some variation of the Reuben potato tots yeah. with the uh, with the Russian dressing and the rye toast. 
Most of all of them up until now have been uh, what was called a Reuben potato smash. And then it always had the Russian dressing, and then there was like rye uh, little bits or something on it. Uh, I don't know what happened here if they got lazy or if they just wanted to try something completely different because there's no smash this time. They're like whole tater tots now. And basically, it's all the ingredients that were in the old smash in a smaller package. And it's all, it's basically what, what, uh, they call lazily on cooking shows. It's a deconstructed Reuben potato smash where it basically all the items are just piled in there rather than being mixed up or anything. And, uh, the only thing that would be bad for some people is if you're not really a fan of sauerkraut before the sauerkraut and the Reuben potato smash was kind of hidden cause it was mixed in. Now the sauerkraut is just like there. And, uh, you know, but it was really good. I liked it. Uh, it had, to me, it actually, some of the, the flavors were brought out more by it not being all smashed together in a smaller thing. But I guess it's just your re- different preference. And that was, uh, that was the ones that uh, we tried. All right. So uh, I was there, like I said, on Friday, and I was there with Jose. And uh, Jose tried the, the, the braised pork belly adobo. Yeah, I... Uh, We've already had that one twice before. Last time they added that garlic rice. I wasn't really a fan of the garlic rice. Uh, the the pork belly that they had the year before was just a plain white rice, I believe, or just a plain fried rice. Uh, they added that garlic, and I thought the garlic rice last time was a little too strong. That's why we didn't have the pork uh, belly this time was because we weren't uh, really a fan of how strong that rice was. That's why I, instead of having... The that I had the chana masala again. All right, this uh, this is his review. It says it comes with braised pork belly, uh, with the garlic fried rice and chicharrones on top. Uh, the pork belly was really good and tender, and it didn't have too much fat. The fried rice was good, however, it had a lot of garlic, so much so that it left an aftertaste of garlic in your mouth. That's what I yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> All in all, it was a good dish, but I buy this again. Sure, I, I enjoyed it, but just be ready for a lot of garlic. And it's over there at, uh, it's called uh, Blissfully Braised, and it's uh, seven fifty. So if you're into that and you want uh, some strong garlic rice, then there you go. But uh, did it have the chicharrones last time? I believe it did the last okay. time. I don't remember. I don't think it had it the first time. It might have been one of those things also where uh, they started out, I think last time they started out having, putting like not that much chicharron and by the end of the Festival of Fatness they were putting like a shitload of chicharron on there. Gotta move it, gotta move it. I know. (laughs) All right, so. We can't send it back. I know, huh? So I had the s'mores frozen chocolate milk. That was. I figured it was either going to be that and or the hot cocoa marshmallow macaron. Yeah, that was over at the Visions of Sugar Plum. It was really good. Okay, uh, of course it has the uh, s'mores frozen chocolate milk with house-made toasted marshmallows infused whipped cream, graham cracker crumbles, and chocolate drizzle. Uh, like I said, it was over there at the Visions of Sugar Plums Marketplace. It's six dollars. It was it was really good that. When I uh, first had a taste of it, it tasted like drinking something from Starbucks. Like, I always get the double chocolate chip, and, you know, you taste the mocha, coffee. It kind of had that taste to me, 
And I was like, that's not supposed to have any type of coffee in it. But I don't know if it was like an overpowering cocoa or something. But after drinking it for a little bit, it, it was it was it was pretty good. I didn't have like, I don't like this type of taste. Would I have it again? Yes, I would. But there's a big but. A $6 price is just way too much for this. I mean, if you guys seen the picture, it looks so good. I mean, just the way with all the whipped cream and the and the chocolate drizzle and the graham cracker crumbles it looks really good. If I have this again, it will be at the end of the um, Festival of Fatness because I'm going to try the other stuff. But $6 is way too much. But if you guys really want to try this, I suggest you try it. I would definitely recommend it. Yeah, six dollars is their basic price for all of their drinks. Uh, the lime sherbet one that I had the was also six dollars. Uh, that's also the same, I believe, the same price for the uh, the cherry lemonade. Yeah, I want to try that too. Is the the thing is is that yeah, for a drink the size that they're giving you, it's not really that worth it. To be honest, I would actually suggest that if you wanted to spend that kind of money, that you're better off going and getting the jungle julep. Over at uh, that place that where it is, Bengal Barbecue. But if you do have a couple extra, if you've already bought a bunch of high-ticket items on your Sip and Saver Pass, uh, it's always an option to leave your last couple tickets for a couple $6 drinks, especially for APs. Because as I said, it comes to $6.14 for all of your items. If you've already bought a bunch of seven fifty to eight fifty items, it's definitely within reason for you to be okay to get uh, a couple of drinks with your last couple items. But as far as, uh, yeah, having to pay full price for a bunch of drinks, I, I don't know if anybody would want to do that, especially for the size. But, I mean, there are definitely a couple that are that are worth trying at least once. It just wouldn't be something you'd want to make a habit of, obviously, like, like he said. Ooh, the habit. Ooh, bacon. <laughs> All right, so... Um... Giselle, the gazelle, treated uh, us to some um, macarons. And we had the, what it was called, the unicorn strawberry macaron. And it's located right there by the marketplaces. Uh, one of the macaron stands that in downtown Disney has a little setup there. So we went over there. She was telling me about this and how good it was and she, how she liked it. So we went over there, and she's like, well, which one do you want? I said, well, you tell me that one's good, so I'm going to try it. It was pretty good, and this is actually the first time I ever had a macaron. I always say I wouldn't try one. I never do. I don't know what the difference is between this one and a Disney one. So now that I have this one, I can compare it to a Disney one. Okay. I was thinking you had tried one of the Halloween ones, but because who said that they had, was that Mr. Knight that had the, yeah. the same one that yeah. we had, huh? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it was really good. I mean, I I don't know how much it was. I don't remember how much it was, but it was really small. It's really tiny. Yeah, they have that cozy cone one, that cone one back next that uh, Halloween again. You should definitely try that one. So I yeah I gotta try the other ones at Disney just to compare. But this is kind of different. I mean, it was. I I just think that after having this one and then having a Disney is gonna be two different tastes. I think. So I mean, macarons, and I mean, you know, you watch uh, Master Chef and stuff like that, and we see them make macarons all the time on there, right? And uh, you know that it's all going to be just in preference, and then you know, just style, and you know, I, there's different ways, and 
Obviously, the ones that Disney make are a little bit bigger than what a real macaron is supposed to look like. Right, right. The ones you guys got are a little bit more what you would say traditional style, going by the way that those ones look compared to like the ones that we see uh, on like MasterChef or something. Right, right. So obviously, Disneyland is at least making theirs a little bit bigger than what they're supposed to be, but they're also char- charging probably twice as much as what they should be too. So all evens out in the end. So yeah, I, I I liked it. It was really good, and I uh, wanted. They have some other flavors that they're doing just. How for, much were those? I don't remember. Okay, I already said that. Oh, because she she was she bought. Yeah, them. she bought them. So they have actually they have other flavors that they're doing just for the festival of fatness. So that's cool. really pretty cool. But what I what I also tried was that s'mores parfait over in Tomorrowland. You can get at the Galactic Grill and at the alien pizza now that's a that's a new one yes this is brand new never had this one before and we talked about that last week that basically you have the bottom layer is like a chocolate pudding which was really good you have a layer of marshmallow basic marshmallow fluff uh thank you you have a chocolate ganache on top with with um the marshmallow you have a marshmallow that's kind of toasted and some whipped cream that actually, it I guess is maybe that that uh, marshmallow infused whipped cream too. Mm-hmm. So it was really good. I would say that 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 pudding in the bottom was just a bomb. It was just like wow. You would you basically want to have a whole cup of that pudding. That's how good it was. Everything was good uh, overall. I would definitely have that again. It's uh, what did we say? I think it's five ninety nine or something like that plus ATP discount. I would like I said definitely have that again. I want you to try it. You don't like s'mores though, huh? Do you? No, I like s'mores. Okay. S'mores are fine. I forgot it's the Oreo cookies and cream. Yeah, Oreo okay. cookies and cream. I don't care for. So yeah, try that. Let me know what you think of that. It's really good. I love the marshmallow. I, I like marshmallow, so it's kind of like I like marshmallow. If you eat that marshmallow, it's that. You get that, oh, man, I want another one. You know, you know how you eat the bag of marshmallows just get eaten it. But it was really good. The thing with s'mores is that you, when you've had real s'mores, <laughs> like in the wilderness, made over a fire, you know, it's just nothing else compares. But I do like trying different variations of s'mores. A lot of them, most come up short, and they're kind of like, eh. And then, you know, then you got somehow, you, then you got half-ass efforts like the s'mores, Churro. Oh, that was all right. That's what I mean. It's just all right. Yeah. But uh, then you got stuff like this, which, you know, lives up to the, the spirit of a of a s'more. Oh, yeah, definitely uh, try that out. Like I said, over in Tomorrowland Galactic Grill. And I mean, it's no s'mores Pop-Tart. Tart? Tart. <laughs> Pop-Tart. No s'mores Pop-Tart. And uh, Alien Pizza Planet. Uh, I actually got it at the Galactic Grill mobile order. Boom, <laughs> done. Because you can use your, get your discount on mobile order too, right? Yeah. yeah. And I believe they have it set up for cast members to do their discount on mobile order as well. Maybe. I, I probably. Hey, did you hear about the new uh, funnel cake they have? No. Over at Hungry Bear, they have a new funnel cake. Like not advertised? I don't know if they advertise it yet. I, I'm not sure. But it's a cherry Coke cake oh what yes you have my attention and definitely that has not been mentioned okay so i uh heard about this because i saw someone posted i said what 
this is here? And uh, when I was there on Saturday with Michael. Sounds like a song. Hey, maybe, maybe. Saturday with Michael. We walked over from Tabarland over to uh, uh, Frontierland area. Like I said, uh, Dan was going to go on Haunted Mansion. He had a fast pass for that. No, he was going to wait in line, I believe. And um, at that time, I already did my shot, so I needed to eat. And we were we were talking about funnel cakes and 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 having some. I forgot what he wanted. He uh, he wanted to try something. I forgot what it was. But we went over to Hungry Bear, and I said, "Oh, you know what? I'm gonna get the funnel cake." And they have a um, a frozen was it frozen watermelon lemonade or something over there. I forgot what it was, but I saw that earlier when we were there. So I said, like, "Hey, I'm gonna get that too." Wasn't there? Because was there another funnel cake that was announced in the in the foodie guide, or is that? Or was they had the none? funnel cake sticks or fries. Oh, that I mean, besides that, I mean, I guess not. No, because it was the two funnel cake fries that were coming out. Okay, for a limited time, and the other ones. Because you know, we always get a funnel cake every year at uh, a new funnel cake, but it was it's really surprising then this uh, you know how uh, incomplete the. Uh, this was this year then the foodie guide i mean not having the stuff like that but because is that for a holiday or is that just i mean is it it's not really holiday themed but it's just their funnel cake for the holidays i assume it i don't know if it's a holiday theme because i did not see any uh signage about it right i mean it's, it's not holiday themed but it's out for the holidays because you know how they always have a different one at the holiday for each holiday um so what's in it yeah, so they have a watermelon lemonade freeze, and that's topped with whipped cream and uh, watermelon glitter sugar. So I was going to get that. I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to try that, and then I'm going to get that, that funnel cake. So we're standing there waiting in line, so we can, uh, you know, we're going to share it. And, of course, we get up to the cast member, and we order the funnel cake, and the cast member says, oh, we're out of funnel cakes. First of all, <laughs> First of all, you can't be out of funnel cakes because funnel cakes are not like something that's pre-made. I was like, oh, that's like saying, oh, we can't, we can't. Uh, that's like saying the whipped cream comes with it. <laughs> it's a stupid statement. You tried to trying to make people think like they're you're stupid or something. Because I don't know. I mean, if you're gonna say, just say we don't have the stuff to make funnel cakes. Don't say you're out of funnel cakes. Because you can't be out of a funnel cake. Funnel cakes are not an item that could be run out of. You could run out of, oh, we ran out of batter to make the funnel cakes. Why don't you just say that? So we didn't get to try it. That sucks. But I can tell you what's in it. Okay, good. It's uh, sweet and tart cherries stewed in Coca-Cola served over a warm, crispy funnel cake topped with whipped cream. Interesting. And, and just like the, all the other funnel cakes, it's seven ninety nine. But yeah, we didn't get to try it. We were like dirty. And um, we left because there was, you know, nothing that I really wanted to eat. So I said, you know, well, let's just go to stage door and we'll get the reg regular funnel cake over there. So I mobile ordered that. <laughs> so we walked over there and, and I got a strawberry funnel cake. But yeah, that was uh, pretty sad because I was kind of really excited to try this new funnel cake. I've never heard of a Coca-Cola or Cherry Coke funnel cake. Wanted to try it, but... Yeah, didn't get to, but hopefully next time when we go, I will 
uh, remember to go over there and try that. And hopefully someone's with me because I can't uh, eat all that, you know. Uh, speaking of funnel cake fries, I just wanted to uh, mention to people something else that isn't hasn't been advertised, and that's over at uh, Word Wieners. And uh, this was a uh, he told me about this about a week ago, I think it was, or after last podcast. And that's the uh, over at Word Wieners. They have a beer cheese hot dog, right? That is their seasonal hot dog now over there. It wasn't advertised, but is on the sign along with the funnel cake fries. But they, uh, this is a beer cheese hot dog. Uh, I would. That's definitely one that I would like to try out. I don't know if I will get to try it, but it is definitely one that uh, I wouldn't mind if they kept that one around. Let's just say that. And that's over at Ward Wieners at DCA, uh, and it is nine seventy nine. All right, it's time to talk to some uh, birthday foods because someone's birthday is coming up, and no, it's not mine. And, it's uh, mine, yes. No, thank you. No, You're it's, welcome. It's not for you either. Oh. No, because your birthday is not Sunday. Not yet. No. But, uh, yeah, Mickey Mickey Mouse's birthday is on Sunday. Oh, yes. And we've been talking about this forever. And uh, Mickey's turning 90, in case you guys didn't know. And Disney announced some um, foods that they're going to be, that's going to be uh, there in the park on Saturday and some stuff on Sunday. I think that's what they said. And uh, so we have a guide to some food for that. Let me just start off by saying that Disney, that Walt Disney World gets a lot of stuff. And they're lucky because there's tons and tons of cupcakes that they're getting all over the parks, all over the resorts over there. They're getting so many different types of cupcakes. And I'm just like jealous because we're not getting nearly as much as they're, they're getting. They're getting like, I don't know, 12, 14 different cupcakes. I don't know. It's like a lot and it looks really good and they're all different. And I was just like mad that we're not getting that. But, but you know what we are getting? What are we getting? Churro getting continues. Mickey 90 churros. Mickey 90 churros. No, you don't get 90 of them, but you're getting what? Two of them. Yes. There are two of them. There is a Mickey's birthday, birthday churro which is a warm churro rolled in birthday cake sugar and served with confetti icing. And that is at select churro carts across the Disneyland Park. And then there is also a Mickey's Celebration churro, not to be confused, <laughs> it is a warm chocolate churro topped with cookie, butter, and Mickey confetti and served with a side of red marshmallow cream and Mickey buttons. And those are available at select churro carts as well. I would actually try both of those just to see what they're like. Yeah, the first one seems kind of boring I compared think, to the second one. I think the icing will make it pop. Which oh. one? Uh, oh, the, the, the dipping, the yeah. confetti icing. Yes. Well, what I think is going to make the second one pop is the, the it's just that it's a chocolate churro. Yes. And then the red marshmallow cream sounds very yummy, and I'm guessing the Mickey buttons are probably white chocolate. Probably. Uh, they also have a... Mac and cheese footlong hot dog is a footlong hot dog on an Italian roll topped with creamy mac and cheese and bacon bits. And that's available at Pluto's Doghouse. Now, Pluto's Doghouse just started serving the footlong hot dogs like within this month or. Where's Pluto's Doghouse? Toontown. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, they just started serving the footlong hot dogs. And that's the place that had hot dogs before, right? That we talked about having hot dogs. They've always had hot dogs. Right, they always have hot yeah. dogs. That's the place by the ice cream place, right? Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. So 
And it's weird because we've obviously never, ever heard of any place in Toontown having any exclusive right. food items. Right. But since they introduced a footlong hot dog over there, they're now they're like, hey, uh, you guys can come over here and now, have when, hot When did that too. start? Because obviously we didn't talk about it on the show. Yeah, I think it's been within this month, maybe last month or hmm. something. I remember seeing a picture about that. And it's just a standard footlong. No, you know, it's not a Dodger dog or anything. No, it's not. All right, so then you have Mickey and Minnie Mouse birthday frozen yogurt sundaes. Topped with confetti sprinkles, available at Clarabelle's, what we're just talking about. In, or is that the same? Or Yeah, that's the one that has to be the one in Toontown, too, because Clarabelle's has the frozen yogurt. Yes, that is also in Toontown, because Clarabelle's in Disneyland Park. Yeah, because the only Clarabelle, the other Clarabelle's is at DCA. Right. Mickey Mouse Pizza, choice of pepperoni or cheese Mickey-shaped pizza, available at Daisy's Diner, also in toontown so see they're trying to get people to go to toontown yeah they are interesting what's not at toontown <laughs> is available at the mint julep bar and that is of course cookies and cream beignets which didn't they already they've had these before or is this new no i don't think so gray stuff beignets Ooh. now real quick speaking of beignets let me just say thank you to giselle the gazelle she treated us to some beignets on Friday, and um, I sent a picture to Anthony, and he approved of the way they were. They looked. I even asked him, well, I'm like, what is that? Because I'm like, there's no <laughs> way it's a beignet, because it doesn't look like any of Disneyland's beignets. Because, you know, Disneyland's beignets are usually super hollow in the middle. They're all blown out. But this one actually had, you know, was looked good. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was soft, and um, it was really good. Yummy, and um, it was funny because um, Giselle and Jose are both used, well, no, just Giselle is used to the beignets that you don't like, and she thought they were kind of weird because they didn't come out the way <laughs> she always gets them. I said, well, actually, these are supposed, these are the way they're supposed to be made. So they actually made them right this time. So that'd be interesting to see if they actually figured it out and make them the way if they're consistent. You know, and I'm going to go try some next time. And uh, maybe you'll be there and we can try them and see if they make them the right way. And yeah. See if you approve. Now, uh, also at Clarabelle's. Oh, no. At the other Clarabelle's in California Adventure and at the Gibson Girl, you can get a Mickey and Minnie Mouse birthday cake ice cream sundae, which is basically just a sundae in the, the Mickey or Minnie. I didn't know they had a Minnie Mouse sink. I didn't either. So apparently now they have a Minnie Mouse sink. The, you know, the plastic sink that you've always been able to get stuff in. And then basically at your standard other places, there are treats. They have a Mickey Mouse birthday cake crisp rice treat. And that is at cart and basically all over the place. Uh, then that uh, your candy stores and stuff, they have Steamboat Willie chocolate dipped marshmallow and caramel apple. Ooh. Now, the one thing we haven't talked about yet is, of course, the biggest thing, and it's the thing that people are going to be... <laughs> well, let's just say that uh, I'm glad that it isn't Donald. Because <laughs> if it was Donald, I would 100% want it. Let's just say it's a good thing that I... It's a good thing that I think that Mickey is overrated, because otherwise I'd be like, I'm going to die standing in line for this thing. The Mickey Mouse Sipper. Available... On Sunday only. Good luck. I'll get mine. I'm sure you will. I'm not worried about it. 
Because a sipper that's going to be available only one day, that park is going to be packed. Those lines are going to be stupid. Thank goodness that they're probably going to be hopefully selling them all over the damn parks. This is probably the only thing that's going to keep them, make them easier to get. Uh, they do say, do say they will be available at select quick service locations, which means that means possibility of discount as well. Yes. Especially if it's going to be like at some place like Galactic Grill or any or uh, stage door or something like that. And it's a service choice of fountain drink or specialty beverage. And uh, that'll be at Disney and Disneyland and California Adventure, as opposed to most of the other stuff that we named, which is only available at Disneyland. I like the shirt. Yeah, the shirt's cool. I had someone ask me about the shirt. Where is it going to be available? Which, of course, they don't tell you anything. And I said, well, you know what? Um, the post was about the food and items. I'm pretty sure they're going to have a post about the merchandise. But then I saw somewhere posted another picture of uh, basically modeling the shirt. And I was trying to figure out where it came from. I couldn't find any Disney site where it came from. There was no blog post or anything. Uh, this, the, per, the, the, the place I saw wasn't a, you know official Disney so I was trying to figure out where this came from. But, yeah, there's going to be a shirt that, uh, what does it say on there? Did you? It's just, it says 19. Oh, they're usually not blocked on Sundays, huh? No. And, it has, and it's actually dated. So that means the shirt will most likely be available only that day. And it has uh, Mickey's head yes. basically looking the same as he does on the sipper. So it's going to be and basically. He's blowing, he's blowing something. You probably get it over in uh, Elias and Company. Uh, to commemorate the occasion, you can get one or all of the limited edition merchandise items that will be available, including new product in celebration of Mickey's 90th anniversary, as well as a brand new collection in celebration of the mouse, where Disney artists pay tribute to Mickey Mouse with deluxe prints, limited edition gallery wraps, note cards, and a tote. You're a tote. <laughs> so yeah, that that also will probably be most likely an item that will only be available on Sunday. Uh, of course, if they if they don't sell, they will probably still be in the parks, or they will be at Company D the following week. There you go. So uh, if you guys are going to be there on Sunday, make sure you are aware it will be busy. It will be packed. That's why those SoCal's are blocked and everything like that. So, And, of course, we don't have a price on the sipper. No. Or anything. All right, so if you guys are going to be there in the parks on Sunday, they will be having the celebration for his birthday. They'll be doing a parade starting at it's a small world coming up of course and taking a little detour to do a uh, performance in front of the castle and after that it'll uh, make its way down main street and do another performance i believe in front of main St- or in front of the main street station we'll be posting that information on the facebook page so you can check that out with times and all that i know they posted a while back on the disney parks blog but I, I can't find that right now i will be posting that information so you guys uh make sure you are in the parks early and get a seat for the celebration and all that's gonna be pretty cool i uh, also don't forget that continuing through saturday the day before mickey's birthday is the share your ears promotion where for every public post with the hashtag share your ears disney will donate five dollars to make a wish up to two million dollars and if you guys haven't seen over in uh, dca and uh, hollywood land where they have the balloons for up and all that kind of other stuff going on they actually have a new uh wall with uh you can take a picture and they have the disney ears on the wall so you can like stand there and they even have uh, a place for kid height 
but you can go take a picture there. So that's pretty cool. But it's already made sure your ears. Yeah. All you gotta do is go over there and get your picture taken, and then just post that hashtag share your ears to join in. All right. So real quick, uh, happening on Thursday is the filming of the Mickey Spectacular Halloween or our holiday parade or spectacular performances of things going on on Christmas and not Christmas. So there's two specials going on. One, I think, is like a um, Thanksgiving special, and the other one will be the Christmas special that airs on Christmas Day. Well, that will be taping on Thursday, starting about 11 o'clock in the morning. They'll be taping the parade, the Christmas Fantasy Parade, and there'll be different performances going on. I know that Gwen Stefani will be performing. Uh, what's his name? Um, that opera singer and Italian, Andrea's. Andrea Bocelli. Bocelli is going to be performing. Um, there's going to be different performers performing all day long. If you're there, if you are, th- whoa, <laughs> so like something was in my throat. If you're there, you can check it out. You can watch, and um, just like every other performances, there's always a take two, take three, so they can do different cam- camera angles. So you get to watch the performers, you know, film a couple of times. Just uh, make sure you uh, pay attention to what the cast members say, whatever they tell you, stand over here, don't stand there, this and this and that. Keep walking through this walkway. So that will start on Thursday, going through, I believe, Saturday, maybe, I don't know. And uh, they'll probably be filming in both parks. I was, uh, when I was there on Friday, you know, it was, we were over there by the castle and there was nothing going on. But on Sunday, friend of mine filmed the band performing in front of the castle and she was, you know, panning around and I saw some lights hung up over there. I was like, what are those lights for? It's way too early for New Year's Eve. And they're like, oh. Good morning, America. Oh, no, I wasn't up yet. But <laughs> then I figured, oh, that Christmas special is going to be taping and they're getting ready for all that. So, Oh, it wasn't for Good Morning America. I don't know. Was Good Morning America there? Good Morning America was hitting all of the parks this week. Oh, okay. Remember? oh, oh, right, right. We talked about that last week. Yeah, I think. yeah. No, no, no. It wasn't for that. It was... I was going to ask you if you had heard when Good Morning America was going to be here, but since you've already forgotten they were coming, yeah. then I don't. I, the answer is no. No, because I, I saw when they went to the teacher and said, hey, you're going with us. Hmm. So, yeah. No, it was, it's, I basically am thinking they're getting ready for the special, and that's why they have those lights up. So, yeah. Uh, if you're in the parks, you can go check that out and uh, have fun. I might go on Thursday. I was thinking just to go because on Thursday, Knott's Berry Farm is doing their pass holder preview for their Christmas season. Their Christmas season kicks off on Friday, and pass holders can go on Thursday to go check it out. So I figured, you know what, maybe I'll just go to Disneyland, maybe check what's going on there, and then head over to Knott's. So we'll see. Hey, the toys are back in town or something, or coming back or i like toys oh that wait a minute they already used that tagline oh yeah that was well back uh do we still not have a date for this movie i think they uh actually did post a date because he's everything keeps still just saying summer anyways uh we got a new uh day ago overshadowed with stanley and some other things that obviously they probably would have held off on the release of this trailer had they known uh that was a new the new or not new, but the first Toy Story 4 teaser. Yeah, so Toy, 4, Toy Story 4 
teaser was released, and uh, well, I mean, we're not going to play it on here. At least we're not going to play the actual teaser on here because there's not really much to it, other than a spork at the end saying that he's not a toy. <laughs> and he's right. Yeah, he would be right. He is not a toy. Uh, don't know what he's about. I'm sure somebody will find out. What we did get that we'll play on here was a trailer. They're calling it a trailer reaction. Is that oh. what they're calling it? A trailer reaction. Okay. From two new characters that are going to be in Toy Story 4 called Ducky and Bunny. Yes. Who appear to be uh, carnival prizes. Is that what it yeah. seems like? They're carnival prizes? Yeah. And uh, if you, you know who the voices are? Yes. Uh, let's see uh, if people can recognize the voices before we get to the end. Uh, did you recognize the voices or did you not have to read it? I didn't read nothing. Okay. <laughs> so you recognize the voices. Yeah, you know I don't read. So let's check that out. You're kidding me. He said that? To your face? To my face. And then what happens? So I get real close, right? Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. like, I don't care which cabbage patch you're from. Kid. <laughs> <laughs> Give me back my Viewmaster before I knock the dimples off your face. Oh! Uh -huh. <laughs> uh -huh. Oh, okay. No, you didn't. You don't even care, man. Ah, yeah. yeah, you are a I don't care bear. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, Ducky. Yeah. You see the new movie trailer? For what? You ain't see it? Say what? What is it, buddy? Ducky. What? They're making another Toy Story movie. No! I thought those movies were done, dog. They made three movies. They did make three movies. This is number four. Oh, shoot! Come <laughs> on! I love the Toy Story, dog. Uh, Toy Story is my that's, jam. That's, what, wait, what about Buzz Lightyear's dog? I am Buzz Lightyear. Space Ranger. <laughs> and then Woody's like, you are a toy! Oh, yeah, that's pretty good, Woody. Do the flying yeah. thing he does. Do it, do it, oh, do oh. it. <clears throat> to infinity and your mom. <laughs> that's it. Wait, what? Yeah. That's not right. You sure? No, that's not right. I'm pretty sure that's it. No, 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 let me show you. To insanity and a blonde. What do you even... That's how it goes. Saying. No, that's how it goes. To immunity and respond. To indecency to infrequently. and... Hey, hey, guys. You got it all wrong. It's to infinity and beyond. <laughs> That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You can't go to infinity, dummy. It's impossible. He over here talking about infinity. You don't go beyond infinity. You don't know nothing about science. <laughs> Those guys are funny. That's the bomb. Infinity and your mind. I feel like though they're what those uh what they wished those uh stupid uh which was it? Was it Transformers three that had those two little Oh uh trans Autobots. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. were trying to be all like hip and stuff, but yeah. they were just mainly annoying. Yes. I feel like that if they had gotten these guys to voice those characters it'd been a lot better. Uh mm -hmm. that is of course Key and Peel doing the voices of Ducky and Bunny. That's funny. Who uh, we don't know what their role is in the movie, other than clearly comedy, or if uh, if they're even in the movie. I know, huh? What if it's just this? Yeah. What if it's just this, or what if they have that, and then what if the short before Toy Story Four is about them? Hmm. Interesting. So, I don't know. Uh, I haven't really seen enough about Toy Story for you to know whether they're supposed to be characters in the movie or not, but we shall see. It is funny stuff. Uh, Toy Story will be released on June 21st of 2019. There we go. That is uh, summer. All right, so we got the uh, 
after much speculation and false names and name drops and all kinds of stuff uh, about the uh, upcoming Walt Disney streaming service. Hey, we finally got a name, and well, it's stupid. But <laughs> I mean, it's no free form. <laughs> but I heard the name. That's the first thing I thought about. Is Anthony's going to compare it to Freeform. Because <laughs> everything gets compared to Freeform because Freeform is one of the stupidest name changes in the history of name changes to go from Walt Disney Family Channel or Disney Family Channel to that. Uh, I like Disney. I like the Disney streaming service when it was called. Well, didn't. What, we, what was the one we had heard before? Oh, it was Disney Plus, but Plus spelled out. I think we've seen that before. Oh. Uh, but we've seen, uh, what was the one we had a couple months ago? There was one. I don't remember what it was. But uh, so this is official. In a uh, earnings call, Iger officially announced that the the uh, streaming service will be called Disney Plus. Not Plus spelled out, but Disney Plus as in the plus sign. They should have went up with a better name. They should have went with maybe Stream Disney. I just I don't understand why it has to have really a fancy name or anything like uh I don't know, why just just call it the Disney streaming service? Why does it have to have a fancy name? I I I think if they went with Stream Disney, it's telling you to do something and oh, I got to go do this, you know. I mean, oh. since they're uh, you know, they uh obviously uh I hope that they weren't planning on going with Disflix. Oh no. <laughs> at one point before the whole Disflix thing happened. But yeah. if they had, then you know, I don't think they would have done that anyways because they wouldn't want to make confusion with Netflix. Right. Uh and especially since they have actually more things probably now on are gonna be going on to Hulu than that. So yeah, there it is. The Disney streaming service will now it was going to be called Disney Plus. Uh, we still don't have, unfortunately, don't have a date on that. Just sometime next year, uh, I'm still predicting that they're gonna, everybody's gonna beat them to the punch, because uh, we're the only, the only other bigger one that we're waiting on right now. Not bigger, but big one that we're waiting on still is the Warner Brothers streaming service. Right. Uh, Warner Brother uh, Brothers already has multiple tertiary streaming services. Because they have the DC Universe streaming service for all the DC stuff. And then they have Boomerang for all of the animated stuff. So then they're going to have this whole separate one, you know, just for whatever, just their feature movies. All right. So, yeah, well, uh, we don't, like I said, we don't really know when that's going to happen. But they keep saying late 2019. So that's why I'm still figuring that we'll probably get that Warner Brothers one first. But we'll see what happens. Also, in the same announcement of the name Plus, <laughs> we got the announcement of a second Star Wars live action series that will be going onto the Disney Plus service and it will go into production next year. The series will follow the adventures of Cassian Andor from Rogue One, and the role will be reprised by. Diego Luna will re return to reprise the role, and uh, I think it's going to be pretty exciting. It's obviously going to take place before Rogue One, clearly, because, spoilers, <laughs> he dies. So uh, this is going to cover the period before, obviously, uh, the events. Uh, hopefully it'll cover some of the point, the stuff that we learned about in 
um, both maybe the novelization or some of the uh, the extra material where we learned that uh, Cassian was originally a uh, fulcrum, which is what uh, Ahsoka was on Rebels, and later on uh, Callus was was a fulcrum operative, mm. which was who was in charge of uh, uh, bringing in new people to the uh, rebellion. So uh, we know that he was one of those. So any number of things. And uh, what's uh, kind of not really mentioned in this is uh, obviously, uh, hopefully, being that it's going to be a series about Cassian, that means we're also going to get more K2SO, which means uh, also the return of Tudic. I like that guy. So uh, we do know that uh, K2SO was with Cassian for quite a while, so I don't see any reason why we shouldn't get uh, K2SO and Alan Tudic also in this series. So... Uh, should be very exciting. We should find out probably more about that, and uh, I can guarantee we'll probably have a title and some other details by uh, Star Wars Celebration next year. Oh, okay. Uh, speaking of Star Wars Celebration, I just wanted to mention real quick. Uh, I don't know. There's probably nobody here list that li- that's gonna, that listening that's going to be going, or maybe there is. Uh, they did announce, I believe, yesterday that uh, Second City, being that Star Wars Celebration is in Chicago, uh, the birthplace of Second City, there will be a uh, special Second City uh, performance or some sort of uh, goings-on at uh, Star Wars Celebration dealing with uh, Second City. Uh, in case you guys don't know what Second City is, that was basically the uh, Chicago version, early Chicago version of uh, like SNL, where guys like uh, Rick Moranis and John Candy and other guys like that started out there. It was a uh, SNL for... Canadians who couldn't get on SNL. <laughs> uh, we also got the confirmation. I believe it had been mentioned before, but they also, uh, Iger also confirmed that uh, Marvel is indeed developing a series based on Loki that will go on to the uh, Disney Plus service, and that'll go on there along with all of the other previously announced things, such as The Mandalorian, which today we got some sort of Confirmation, announcement, not really an official announcement from uh, Lucasfilm or Disney or anybody yet, but we did get a confirmation of a rumor that had been, I believe I had mentioned the rumor about the guy from Game of Thrones possibly being cast in The Mandalorian. Well, that rumor has now been uh, at least mostly confirmed by Variety that he was offered the role and has taken it, and that, of course, is Pedro Pascal, who is uh, known from Game of Thrones and uh, other stuff that I'll see if it says. Uh, he plays Prince, Prince Oberon in Game of Thrones, and he also plays Javier Pena in Narcos. Uh, he also had supporting roles in the second Kingsman movie, The Golden Circle, and in the second Equalizer movie. And apparently he's also in the upcoming Wonder Woman 1984. So this is a really cool... It's uh, I think it'll be funny because it'll uh, it's uh, I love to see poor, poor, poor fanboys get pissed off at things, and uh, this is yet another thing for them to get pissed off about, and especially the uh, all of the Mandalorian fanboys who uh, you know, swear up and down that uh, the man the Mandalorian that any Mandalorian should definitely be some sort of uh white dude. <laughs> Oh, but they're supposed to be based in Nordic, blah, 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 blah. 
Well, that's too bad. You're a blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So we don't even know if he's going to be the Mandalorian. He's the lead in the Mandalorian. Doesn't mean he's the Mandalorian. Maybe the Mandalorian isn't even the main character. Ooh. Maybe he's like a cop that's chasing the Mandalorian. I don't know. <laughs> maybe he's like the. Maybe he. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> or maybe he's a reporter that's following the Mandalorian around trying to find out who he really is. The Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you'd get that one. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. You don't know. It, main character in the, in the series isn't always the who you think it is. I mean, look at the just recently Star Trek Discovery. The main character in Star Trek Discovery is not the captain for a change. Oh, so, interesting. You never know what could happen. Pedro Pascal could be the Mandalorian. He could be somebody way cooler than the Mandalorian. Who knows? So real quick, you know, I uh, watched The Walking Dead. Do you? Yes. And uh, speaking of Star Trek Discovery, that's more something about Walking Dead and Star Trek. Oh, well, because uh, the main character on Star Trek Discovery is from Walking Dead. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think you told me that. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so uh, if you guys follow this spoiler alert that, uh, well, it's not a spoiler. Everyone knew that um, the main character, you know, was leaving. Bye. So anyway, um, yeah, I've been watching it and. Uh, and uh, yeah, Andrew Lincoln left uh, Walking Dead. The episode was pretty cool, but the reason I brought it up is because later on, or the next episode, basically, it was like six years later, and um, he had a daughter. If uh, you didn't know Anthony on the show, and her name is Judith, and uh, little Judith is now older. I don't know how old she's supposed to be on the show, like the character. But anyway, little Judith is played by Haley Fleming, who played young Ray in The Force Awakens. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you're like, why are you talking about Walking Dead on this? <laughs> That's why. So it's pretty cool. And um, she uh, she seems to be going to, uh, she seems like she's going to do an awesome job on the show. So it's pretty cool that uh, we have a Star Wars cast member on The Walking Dead. You know, a lot of people have been talking about the uh, boy, we're the the fact that we're on fire again. Oh, yeah, California. It's just uh, I've been seeing a debate that was going on, and uh, some mentions on Twitter about how people have been wondering about how come uh, fires in California don't get as much press as uh, hurricanes. That okay. uh, fires are basically uh, the West Coast version of hurricanes, and uh, a lot of people. Uh, we're saying that uh, nobody cares or people from the East Coast downplay our fires because they say that, uh, oh, it's only it's only rich people who are losing their homes in the fires. I mean, you know, to that, which I would say, well, that doesn't matter. I mean, I understand that they're rich people and they could probably afford to get a house again. But rich people still have belongings that I'm sure are irreplaceable to them and things like that. Now, real quick, as uh, we're talking about fires, uh, fire just uh, basically broke out right near my house. So now it's getting real. Like right near your house? They were just talking about Hammond or something like that. No, I said DeVore. Oh, DeVore. That is right by your house. So it says, plumes of smoke uh, rise in Rialto and DeVore area as crews battle brush fire near the 15 freeway. We've had uh you've had we've had fires up in that area before cuz wasn't there a fire once that was in Devore that threatened uh Blockbuster? Well, no, it wasn't I don't know if it was Blockbuster at the time, but Yes, yes, yes. There's Yeah, I'm... whatever it's called now Verizon Wireless Amphitheater or It's uh Pachango and Friends. Oh, 
No, I'm just kidding. Stem and Manuel. And friend. <laughs> so yeah, I am watching this right now as we speak, and uh, yeah, now there's a brush fire by my house. That sucks. Hopefully, uh, you'll be okay. Uh, there's a lot of stuff in between there and your house. But yeah, so we've been having a lot of fires here. It's been crazy, a lot of debates and everything. And uh, well, the Walt Disney Company being a big part of businesses and everything here in California just today committed $500,000 to support the relief and recovery efforts in response to the wildfires that continue to threaten California. The donation will provide support to, to firefighters on the front lines as they work to contain the fires and will assist California residents during this difficult time. Uh, Bob Iger says the firefighters are true heroes and we honor their tireless commitment as they continue to battle these devastating wildfires. Our hearts go out to the families and communities that have been so severely affected. Disney's donations will go to the California Community Foundation's Wildlife Relief, a uh, Wildfire Relief Fund, that supports immediate and long-term recovery efforts from major California wildfires, as well as preparedness efforts. Uh, in addition to the donation announced today, contributions from Disney employees to eligible relief and recovery organizations will be matched dollar for dollar by Disney employee matching gifts. Uh, so despite what our federal government thinks about our wildfires and uh, how and who's to blame for them, uh, at least there's uh, companies out there in California companies that are willing to uh, give the money that is needed to help out with all the devastation that is going on. Yep. I just want to say that uh, as far as the, the one, the Wolseley fire, uh, for anybody that may not know, or be familiar with what's going on in that area. Uh, besides all the, obviously, the homes, uh, a piece of history was destroyed in that fire. Uh, the, the old, the Paramount Ranch, which is over in the uh, that area in near Oxnard, was uh, completely destroyed. And that is a uh, old, very old uh, set where uh, that was had been used all, going all the way back to Paramount Westerns of the 1920s and all the way up to today in uh, shows such as Westworld and, uh, you know, any uh, West, any Western that you can think of. They have a, they had a Western town there. Uh, they had a complete actual mock-up. I don't believe it was the original set, but they had a complete mock-up of the set from the TV show MASH that was there. Mm. And they also had, I don't know if it was a mo another mock-up or if it's the original, the original sets from this, the town of uh, Planet of the Apes. Was uh, the Brady Bunch film there? Uh, pretty when, much when they went on vacation probably and, and they got locked up by that guy looking for gold yes <laughs> most likely if you see uh, any show or anything that was out in the wilderness and it was being filmed in california most likely they were at paramount ranch and uh it was it's a great it was a big huge part of uh hollywood history and uh it's 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 gone that's sad and uh, it's it sucks because i always wanted to go there and uh, I wanted to always wanted to go there and check out the MASH and the uh, Planet of the Apes sets as well as the Western Town. But, uh, yeah, that's not going to happen now, unfortunately. So, hey, all right. Well, we're waiting to see if uh, Diggs' home is going to burn down or not. <laughs> uh, let's check out some mail. All right. So um, our first email comes from Wreck-It Rachel. And her subject line is Happy 150. Hey guys, it was so great hearing everyone on the podcast last week. Such a treat and so much fun. I've had a week 
so it was nice to laugh. It's so cool you guys featured my cake in the podcast photo. <laughs> and I'll just let you know that your photo was also put, well, it would be put up on the YouTube also when we're talking about it. I am honored. Did everyone have a good Veterans Day? It'd pretty much be a regular Monday for me. Thanks for the review on the Nutcracker. I was 75% sure I didn't want to see it, and now I'm 100% sure. <laughs> I remember them trying to push that movie at D23, and even then I was like, meh, get to Star Wars and Avengers. I'll be planning for the ultimate fat time day this week. I think you know what I'm talking about. I'm planning to make another cake and some other smaller things. Ooh. We like cake. Yes, we do. There's always room for it. <laughs> a good week to all, and to all, a good week. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> She's up on the Christmas spirit already. Yeah, it seems that way. <laughs> so I guess that means uh, you're going to be uh, showing us some more pictures of the stuff you're making, huh? Uh, Veterans Day, I uh, what did I do? I didn't do much. My dad took advantage of all the specials. He, I believe he went to Richie's Diner. That's in Rancho Cucamonga. And uh, he had his free meal. I don't remember what he got. I know they had like three different options he could have had. I, f I don't remember what he had. But he took advantage of that. I forgot to tell him that if he went to Baker's drive through he could have uh, got a free shake there. But, uh, yeah, he took advantage of that. And I went with my mom, and we went to Island's Burgers, that restaurant, and had some burgers. So that was pretty cool. Other than that, that's all I did on that Monday or Sunday whatever day it was. All right. Thank you for your email, wreck it, Rachel. All right. Next email is from Giselle the Gazelle. And her subject line is don't laugh. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh, what up, my bros? Oh, man, what a fun week I had with y'all. I want to start off with thank you so much for inviting me to the podcast. It was great getting to meet everyone. Y'all were so nice and even funnier in person. <laughs> we try. And, uh, sorry I was so tired. If it's one thing I hate, it's driving. I did a lot of driving that day from work to school and back, but it was well worth it. This week was so awesome. It started off with me getting to Disneyland, grabbing my strawberry Akai refresher, and ordering my Bengal barbecue. Ooh. <laughs> I got to skip all those suckers waiting for their food in line and skip it right out to enjoy my rice plate. Then I met Diggs and Jose, and the rest of the night was a blast. We walked around, saw some decorations, and ate, and ate, and ate. <laughs> oh, yes, we did. Diggs, Jose, and I enjoyed walking around the parks and trying some new things from the festival and Christmas time food. I'm sure Diggs will have reviews for you. It was so exciting seeing all the beautiful decorations and seeing Winky, the nicest lady I have ever met. It's so nice to walk around with friends. I'm so glad to have met you. Now, I uh, was going to drop off some buttons that I made for Winky. And um, so I told her, oh, we have to go uh, meet uh, with my friend. She's like, oh, who are you meeting? I was like, oh, Winky. She goes, Oh, I know Winky. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. Talk about a small world. So we go up there. We go up to meet uh, 
with her, and then Winky says, why are you hanging out with these troublemakers? <laughs> Basically, is what she says. She goes, I know you know them. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Then Saturday, I went to meet my cousin for her daughter's birthday. It was such a beautiful day, and it was great to spend time with family. We got on Splash Mountain, Indiana Jones, and Jungle Cruise. Then I went home. This Sunday, I'm flying to see my family. Don't laugh. Get ready for a ton of Instagram stories, pictures, and long emails from me next week. Talk to y'all later. Love, G. So, yeah, it was really fun hanging out with uh, her and just taking in all the Christmas decorations and everything going on at the parks. It was pretty cool. I did go on Saturday. I didn't, uh, wasn't planning on going on Saturday, but Michael asked me if I was going. I said, no, nah, not really. I wasn't planning on it. And he's, I said, unless you're picking me up. <laughs> and he's all, thing goes, well, yeah, I'll pick you up. So I said, okay, if he's going to pick me up, then I'll, I'm going to go. So I told uh, Giselle that I was going. She goes, oh, I'm already gonna, about to leave. And I let her know, hey, it wasn't planned, but Michael said, I'll pick you up. So I, I took advantage of that. Cool. Yep. At least somebody offers to give you a ride somewhere. I know. I, I you know what, Michael, he, he doesn't mind because I, you know, I pick him up and take him, you know, wherever. Not like other people who you've taken to the park many times in the past. Who yeah. Don't. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Thank you for your email, Giselle the Gazelle. Had a great time hanging out with you. It was pretty cool. All right. Next email is from Dan the Mailman. His subject line is, "It's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Disneyland. <laughs> a trip to the parks on Saturday to see all the Christmas lights, which don't look finished, but Diggs probably covered that. <laughs> anyway, got to the park and got my alien popcorn Santa bucket and then got in line for a Haunted Mansion holiday. We got stuck in there for about 15 minutes and we were about to miss a fast pass for a small world talked to the cast member and explained the situation and they were nice enough to hook it up with two fast passes for my trouble. So we were able to ride star tours as well. In between all this hung out with Diggs and Michael, the old bell guy. <laughs> Michael unfortunately had to cancel his event due to the park being way too busy, but my kids and I brought our glow stuff. So damn it, we needed a pick. So we did that. Took a picture picture in front of a of course it's a small world now real quick i want to tell you a quick little story i uh we got off of uh face mountain i said dan was in line for his popcorn bucket went over there said, hey what's up and uh, his son came over said something to dan and then i was being nice i said hey how you doing and he looks at me and says with a serious face says what's up I was like, oh, okay. All right, then. So I look at him with a serious face. I say, what's up? Let you guys know that he's nine years old. <laughs> I don't know how serious it had to be, but it was funny. <laughs> Just that little attitude. What's up? <laughs> Hi there. Uh, try the holiday cupcake from Jolly Holiday. Vanilla bean cupcake with green and red M&Ms inside. Topped with frosting in the shape of a Christmas tree and topped with a peppermint-looking piece of white chocolate. It was a little messy, but good. I'll eat it again. A few random things. Bought the new Jingle Bells glow necklace 
and got a few compliments on it, though tons of people had them. <laughs> so uh, last year and the year before prior, they had the, the Christmas light necklace that lit up. Well, this year it's a Jingle Bells. It's bells that actually jingle, make noise, and they light up. I don't really like them because they're not as bright. They're just really dim. So it's kind of looks, it looks, I don't like it. It's more about the presentation. I don't know. Because they're bells. No, they're, the only, they're bells. The only presentation is during the day. Bells are, uh, you know, I mean, it's, how are you going to make, how you, how you realistically make bells light up bright? Well, put a brighter bulb in there. <laughs> I don't know. Where, where, where's the light coming from? Inside the bell. From like on the bell, from like under the bell? I think like it's, it's inside the bell. Inside the where the bell is. Yeah. And what? How do they jingle? Is there like actually like a bell in? Yeah. Yeah. A they, thing in there. It sounds like so. There's a light and the little donger thing inside. You're a donger. It's better than being a dongle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See last week's episode. Uh, Anthony caught up with resistance, and it's starting to grow on me as the overall story is starting to develop. I should be there on Sunday morning to celebrate Mickey's birthday. Before going to record my own podcast, I heard Rantman made a, an, an appearance at the parks dirty. I didn't get to see him. What was new at the parks this season that you liked? I should be in the next episode, so I'll see you soon. Dan the Mailman out. What was new at the parks that I liked? <clears throat> oh, well, um, the first thing I'm going to say is, even though I didn't see it, is the snow at the... Uh, uh, Grizzly Peak area, so that's pretty cool. I yeah, I'd like to check that out. I don't know if I will, but hopefully, uh, if I don't, I'll see you next year. Uh, I didn't go over to Disneyland yet, so I don't really have anything to say about there. But I don't doubt that there's really anything new over there. I mean, other than just new food, uh, there's not really anything different decorating wise. Everything seems pretty standard and. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm really, trying to think right now. I don't can't think of anything that's different. Or, no. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. I have to say pretty... with the, the Grizzly uh, Peak area because uh, that's brand new. They didn't have snow there last year, so I want to definitely check that out. Uh, real quick, Dan was uh, going to go to Jolly Holiday to get that uh, brownie that we talked about last week. They didn't have it. That's why oh. he got the cupcake instead. Bummer. I know. There was a long line when we got there. I. Uh, I wanted to try something. I forgot what I wanted to try. But, uh, of course, you know, they're very limited on the app for mobile ordering, what you can get. So I just mobile ordered hot chocolate and a regular cookie. I haven't had their cookies in a long time. It's been a while. And uh, it was really good. I was really surprised. Not bad. Pretty good. I remember back in the day, I used to give them all the time. But, you know, since the prices went up on the cookies, it's kind of like, I don't want to spend four bucks on a cookie. <laughs> But I did, and it was really good, and of course, with the hot chocolate, it was tasty. Yeah, I don't think anything else, other uh, other other new stuff that's there, I can't think. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to check out the snow. Cause I, I just want to see, like, what type of music they're playing and what it consists of, what kind of, you know, songs, or if there's a story to it or whatever. So it'll be cool to check that out. All right, thank you for your email, Dan, the mailman. Oh, and uh, hey, Dan, tell your son I said, sup. <laughs> sup. Uh, all right, thank you for your emails there. Wreck-It Rachel, Giselle the Gazelle, and Dan the 
mailman. I think um, Michael was a little too busy today to do an email because he's too excited about the news about Knoxbury Farm. All right, if anybody else has any uh, comments, questions, and your own tip of the week, maybe you want to let us know what you like that's new at Disneyland. Or maybe you don't. Exactly. All you have to do is email us. Mousefire at gmail.com. That's about it. About it. Do you have a special occasion coming up? Looking to personalize your trip with a keepsake? Create customized buttons for birthdays, engagements, family vacations, even bridal parties, or just because. Check out buttonsbydigs.com today. Buttons by Digs, Buttons by Digs. Remember, those are buttons, not pins. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the Mouse Power Podcast. Yeah. It's Christmas time, Christmas time, Christmas time. In, I like Christmas in, time. In Hollis Town. Yes, in Hollis Town, in Hollis, Queens. Hollis, Queens. Yes, yes. Christmas in the parks. Uh, you guys should go check it out, have fun. And uh, remember, no matter what day you go, it's going to be busy. It's always busy, 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 busy. It's going to be super busy on Sunday. So be prepared. Be prepared. There's going to be a lot of people there. And uh, get, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> get there early so you can uh, make sure you have a place to park. Yes. Good idea. Uh, was it sun- Sunday? Sunday. The Was it Sunday? The parking completely filled up for the first time in a while. You had both parkings filled up. And then even briefly, you had uh, Mickey and Friends reopen. But Toy Story was still full. And I believe on Friday they were actually parking at a Garden Walk. Really? Yes. Expect more of that on Sunday for Mickey's birthday and all the festivities and and uh, merchandise and sippers and churros and whatnot. And don't forget to head over to DCA and uh, try some festival fatness foods. A lot of stuff going on over there. Lots of uh, awesome uh, entrees you can get. And uh, of course, they've got a lot of desserts. I do want to try that um, that lemonade, cherry lemonade. Is that what it is? Uh, no, actually, I was wrong. The cherry was the one with the pineapple. Oh, uh, the lemonade is the pomegranate lemonade. R- okay, yeah, the pomegranate. I had them backwards. I was yeah. trying to by their powers combined. <laughs> I did. No, uh, it's, uh, it's the cherry pineapple punch or something like that. Oh, right. right and right. then there's the pomegranate lemonade. They're two separate ones. Last time they had a cherry lemonade or oh, something yeah. like that. Yeah, with the bobos. Right, with the bobo fets. <laughs> yeah, so I do want to try the pomegranate lemonade. It looked really good. But yeah, everyone should head out over there, try some food, and of course, uh, email us and let us know what you thought of the food. Do a little review like Mr. Knight and uh, let us know if you would have it again and if you highly recommend it or not. And um, we'll gladly read those. Oh wow! I just got word that uh, apparently, in a in a case of uh, uh, Michael esque mi- misplanning, uh, somebody scheduled uh, the unofficial Doctor Who day in the parks Sunday. for this Sunday. Exactly. Yes, they were stupid. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it's gonna be busy on Sunday. If you guys are going, just uh, go there, have fun, just take it all in. Don't try to do too many things, and um, you know, just have fun being there. That's all I do. Wherever I can get a spot to check out the Mickey caravan for his birthday, I'll try to get a spot. If I can get pictures, I'll get them. If I can't, oh, well, as long as I'm there, I'm good with that. Uh, I just want to say real quick, just a note for everybody that I uh, we, I watched uh, Wreck-It Ralph the other day, 
in preparation for uh, Ralph 2. Uh, since, you know, I do, we do have the A-list, so uh, would go see a lot more movies than uh, normally would. So I uh, made sure to see uh, Ragged Ralph for the first time the other day. Cool. We'll talk about that next week. Yeah. Cool. But of course, social medias, Mousepire, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snaps. That's all. Okay. You can find me on Instagram at Blue1313. Also, follow Buttons by Digs on Instagram. There you will see your button order going out. Head over to DGPclothing.com. Get your Mousepire gear. Get some car decals. Hey, you can make a custom order. If you need a shirt for uh, any occasion, like maybe a trip to Disneyland, you want to have a family vacation shirt, head over to egpclothing.com and send a message there, and we'll uh, get that started for you. Also, head over to YouTube and uh, check out the podcast there. Just search Miles Pirate Podcast, and you can listen there when Tim the Tech uh, uploads all the podcasts there. Also, uh, head over to patreon.com slash Pirate. Help support the podcast. And we got a new Patreon. It's Ernesto. Wow. Ernesto has taken advantage of the Michael the Mill Guy $3 special. So that's awesome. We thank you, Ernesto. I forgot to mention last week. because so What does he get? Uh, he gets a follow on Twitters and all those social medias. Okay. And then the obligatory mention that he already has gotten. Yes. So we don't ever have to say his name again. No, only when he <laughs> emails. So Ernesto, appreciate that. I, um, I forgot last week because we had big old thing going on over here. So forgot to mention that, but I got it in this week. So appreciate you uh, helping us out. And, um, yeah, anybody else, please help us out. Support the podcast on Patreon. And, um, yeah, you can get a mention here, too. And until next time, remember the immortal words of Stan Lee. To have an idea is the easiest thing in the world. Everyone has ideas, but you have to take that idea and make it into something that people respond to. That's hard. So for Spider-Man, the Hulk, Doctor Strange, the Fantastic Four, Daredevil, Black Panther, X-Men, Ant-Man, Iron Man, and Thor, I'm Anthony. And I'm Diggs. Bye. <laughs> I've seen your daily routine. You're not busy. Enough said. This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com. Dooby dooby doo. To have an idea is the cl- e- uh, time for emails. Humphrey goes for a dip, and more of this. More uh, sup, sup. <laughs> to infinity and your mom.